Welcome to Exploring Possibilities. I'm your host, Cheryl Sitz. Since 2012, Mario Rosales of Tech Life Balance and I have been airing inspiring, insightful conversations with all kinds of change agents who are raising the vibration on our planet. It's the intention of our show to explore possibilities and shift perspectives in holistic, spiritual ways. You'll hear how various industry experts discover and share their deepest passions to make a bigger difference in the world. You can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play. And do me a favor, please come back and rate the show so that new people can find us. We'll introduce our next guest in just a moment. Have you ever gone to a social media seminar and you have the online experts telling you, get a blog, get a website, get on social media, all this other stuff. By the time you're done with that seminar, that online expert is very good at frying your brain. The funny part is, you come back home, you get in front of the computer, and you're lost. Hi, I am Mario with Tech Life Balance. I see this all the time. You spend so much money and still don't know what is going on with your online presence. And you know, you probably don't need all of that. Let me go ahead and translate Geek to English for you and show you what you really need because you don't need it all. You probably only need a few components. You have a great message out there and I would like to hear it, and I definitely want to help you put it out there. I am Mario Rosales with TechLifeBalance.net. I produce this podcast because I love distributing messages. Let me help you distribute your message. Hi, it's your host, Cheryl Sitz. And when I'm not doing this podcast, I really enjoy coaching you on how you can have the life you really want. As creators of our own reality, there's a lot of ways that we can block ourselves, hold ourselves back, or just not get really clear on what it is we want. Once we do that, there is no stopping us. I'd love to help you do that. Get in touch with me at CherylSitz.com. It's one thing to do this show with guests and be unscripted, and I trust Spirit's going to guide me exactly where the conversation would best flow. But these are a little different, because this is where I feel like I just kind of show up in the world naked, because it's... It's just us having a conversation. It's another show with Mario and I. Yes, it is. I'm back here and we're back here <laughs> again to talk about, uh, let's, let's, I guess, let's find out what we're going to talk about. Well, it's been a heck of a week. So I guess we're going to talk about relationships, <laughs> which really feels vulnerable sitting here with my romantic partner. And we've kind of been going through it. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I'm perfectly fine right now. So Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, according to the astrology, and we do love Kaipacha, so it, we post the Pele report occasionally on our uh, social media feeds, and he's been talking about how our layers are kind of coming up so that new layers of our authenticity can be seen so that we can explore our truth at a deeper level, what's true for us and what isn't. And it always shows up in relationships, doesn't it? It is the training ground of er, ever, uh, everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> uh, just the, mo- the moment you think that, oh, yeah, it's like, it's all right, it's all right. You go ahead and then, bam, something else hits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because... Yes, we're a couple, we're together, and yet we're individuals, and we're not necessarily growing at the same pace, going in the same direction. And so there's, all, there's always pushing and pulling, right? Where, where there's tension and then no tension, and where maybe it would be easier to go along with something that the partner wants, but that's not our truth. And so 
in those moments, it's either speak up and gently loving both of us state our truth and risk the awkwardness of where that takes us or compromise our truth and live in authentically. And there's moments when both of those choices are rather rough. Yeah, the everybody talks about having an enlightening and conscious relationship, but what people don't tell you about that is the other part is that you have to be willing to go into your shadow side or, you know, those those in, inherent fears that you have from a long time ago or something that just came up that caused that. Yeah, exactly. I love it. You said your shadow side, and I was waiting for your shit, because that's really about how it feels most of the time, uh, right? That, that's really what it is. Uh, <laughs> it's, we're not talking about the lovely stuff. We could float through the lovely stuff forever and maybe even forget to mention it, but where we grow is in the shit. It's in this, the hard conversations, the ones that nobody really wants to bring up, and we're both wondering, where's this going to take us? And the spotlight seems to shift onto a part of ourself we either didn't already know or didn't know at that level. I find myself this week saying things to you that I didn't even know I felt until they came out of my mouth, quite the way I say them. Yeah, they're they're locked up in a little filing cabinet way in the back, <laughs> and all of a sudden it's like, oh, wait a minute, that all these layers came up, and look, there's the stack of files that we haven't looked at. Seriously. And now all of a sudden we're looking at them with somebody else and not just somebody else, but that enlightened partner that is also standing in their truth. I, you know, I was thinking about this this morning because I knew this is what we were going to do the show on. And I take my little meditative bath every morning now. And I was laying there thinking about what this is like. And for me, for years, relationships were as challenging as they still are, but in a different way. When something would go wrong, I was very quick to say, why did you do this? Why did you do that? Why don't you do more of this? Why don't you do more of that? And consciousness is about understanding that everything that shows up externally is what's going on internally. And so it's gone from me thinking that Mario is doing anything wrong to me going, okay, what is this reflecting about me? And do I feel like changing it right now or not? Because it's obviously creating some discontent within me. And then that's my next choice, right? Do I, do I work on this or not? Do I shift this or let it be? And sometimes we don't even get the same answer about that. No. And, and that's where the layers become very important is because it, once you realize it's a layer, it's because it, it comes back or it comes back and you think it's the same thing, but it's really not. It's actually just a deeper layer for me, it's been my voice, always speaking up my truth. And trust me, it's very challenging, but I've, I've moved through so much. But then there's always that other little thing that it's like, oh, you got to speak up about that. It's like, oh, but, but I'm okay here. It's like, I feel safe. But <laughs> is, is it my truth? It's not. So I have to speak it. It's interesting, because for you, it's your voice. And and so I want to use that and then come back to me. So yours is your voice. And so you end up with a partner who is, is very wide open in the throat chakra area. And that helps you express yours more. And for me, it's been a sexual healing journey. And so I have a partner who is healthier in sexuality, healthier in self-love, in those aspects that I struggle with coming from my history. And so for each of us, we say to the other, well, you don't understand because it's easy for you, right? But then it's like, 
if we look at where it's where it is for us, where that challenging face is for us, it may not be the same thing. It's often not the same thing, but at least it gives us a frame of reference to go, oh, okay, yeah, it's just like when I struggle with this. And so being more patient with ourselves, being more patient with each other. And then also we start from such different places on those issues. We come to a place where it's like, okay, we still haven't met in the middle. There's still a gap there. Do we leave the gap there because I'm tired of working on this or I don't know what to do with this? Do we walk away and find somebody else and do something different with it? Do we, in every moment that we show up, we realize it's completely a conscious choice. And what's our truth from moment to moment to moment? Is this still my truth to be here? Is this still my truth to live this way? And that's really given us a lot of interesting conversations. <laughs> yeah, the, they don't allow for us to. <laughs> To really settle unless we choose to settle. And that's the whole thing. Do you speak your truth? Do you, you know, and what is the truth? I mean, that's when the real work starts happening. When you're starting to go, it's like, wait a minute, I don't know how I feel about this. And then you sit back with it and you go, oh, wait a minute, this is how I feel about that. And you have to be ready for the, the decisions or, or consequences or whatever word you want to use of, Whatever you say or whatever you're going to do, just be prepared because it does change things. Well, yeah, because the other person may not feel the same way. And, and in every moment that I show up in my truth, you show up in yours. And it's like, okay, are we still in the conversation? Where are you at in the conversation now? How is this feeling for you? And then we had a really interesting moment this week where we've been from the beginning of getting together because we did meet on this healing journey. We've been very honest with ourselves and each other about exactly where we're at. And we have, if anything, over communicated about it, which has resulted in lots of really awkward moments, but we've been very open in our communication. It was one of the things we felt we did the best. And yet we reached a moment where it's like, but wait a minute, that's not what I heard at all. Is that, well, how did you mean that? And we weren't, we weren't even having the same conversation because what language means to one person, it doesn't necessarily mean to another. Mario's definition of love and my definition of love based on where we're at in our own lives, in our own soul growth is different sometimes. What's, what's more conditional for one, maybe less conditional for another. And then we go through that stuff. I even made a post about it this week. You know, if, if, if you think you want a really conscious partner, imagine a spotlight shining on every place where you love conditionally, because that's what it's like to be with somebody that loves unconditionally. All of a sudden I see where I place conditions and I can feel bad about that or not. It is where I'm at. It is my truth. And do I want to do better? Sure. But sometimes I just want to relax and enjoy what we have. And we may not even be in that vibration at the same moment. So it's been real interesting. It's been a learning experience for sure. It, I mean, because that's when you get really questioned, uh, what I, where I question myself too. It's like, okay, well, where am I at now? Or where have I gone to this now? And deciding at that moment, and you hear it all the time, live the moment. And that's that truly is living in the moment. Okay, this situation come up. Where do I stand on it now? Not where I want it to be, not where it was. It has to be wherever I want it. And it has to be wherever she would want it, wherever you would want it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and, and that talking, like you said, the thing is language. Some words are translated different for 
everybody. So you just have to make sure you understand what does this mean to you and just go from there. And that's really, really what I've seen as the what helps when you start defining what the words you're using are to you. Okay, so what does that mean for you? Because I don't, I'm not following you. The words, it's like, so what is a couple? What is love? What is, when we're talking about it, like you said, we, uh, I, in my situation, it's like, okay, what is love? It's like, love is this. And, and what is a couple? Well, a couple is this, or what is a friend? That's this, or those definitions sometimes get convoluted because you hear so much from I hear so much stuff from different places about this or that but I have to figure out what is my definition of it and my truth of that too really the most important definitions would have to be congruent are the ones between us so in a relationship if your definition of a couple and my definition of a couple aren't the same and I've even had I've even experienced this being married I noticed that as soon as I got married things changed because I had an idea of what a wife was and what a husband was. And he had an idea of what a wife and a husband was. And they weren't the same (laughs) idea in places. (laughs) But we do that even in in dating relationships. It's like, what is a relationship? What is romantic? When is it friendship? Where is the line? Is, Is sex intimacy or is open hearted connection intimacy? There's just so much there. And we don't necessarily look at it the same way or even look for the same things in a relationship. But without having those awkward conversations, we can't know where each other's at. And we don't always meet in the same place about things, but we reach a place of understanding and at least we both know where we're at and what's comfortable for each of us. And do we choose to continue onward and what are we looking for next and what might that look like? And, and giving it the space to breathe without going into that anxiety of if we give it space will it will it die will it will one person walk away so there is always kind of a layer of fear or insecurity is what I'll call it of this thing could end because I'm standing in my truth whether that means I need a break whether that means I need to show up more whether I can ask for what I want is that how you experience it yeah that's exactly it it's uh that comes back to the moment, the the moment that it said, okay, well, this is what I want, then, okay, this is what I want. <laughs> and I, I have to be okay with what, I, what I'm going to say. And you just accept that if it's going to change the dynamic, which every conversation changes dynamics, <laughs> then I have to be okay with the change one way or another. If it's going to, if one results... In this, I mean, the easiest way is just if if this does this, are you okay with that? <laughs> it's, I mean, the simplest in my way, a formula of thinking about it. If it was only that easy, right? <laughs> in that basic. Yeah, yeah because uh, that that's the formula. But then you get emotions, <laughs> you get the heart, the mind, your past, your future thinking, and oh yeah, it's sometimes very exhausting. But hey, that's. That's what it's all about. It's about the experience and where, how far are you willing to go in that experience? 
I'm so open anyway, because I feel like that's part of what I came here to do. I am a broadcaster. I broadcast things. I share my journey. I share the people I meet. I share intimate details about my own past and my healing. And I share about this relationship on this podcast and with our community. And that's another place it shows up. How is this affecting community? And we have seen couples come together within the context of community and couples move apart within the context of community. And it's also brought us into conversations about, are we in this for the happily ever after? Do we believe in happily ever after? Are we in this for our own growth and joy until we aren't growing anymore and then we move apart? What is each one of us looking for in that? And then how do we then integrate that throughout the community as our status changes even within still being in a relationship or not. It's really interesting all the layers that come to play when we talk about relationships because every relationship is attached to a bunch more relationships. Yeah, the other part of it, when you're talking about other relationships, also the, it it comes back to my norms. It's like, okay, well, you know, it used to be this way or it used to be that way for me. And when this happens, is this going to happen? And so that's what I think when you're talking about community, that's the way I get it. It's one of those things that if you are, if this happens, do you worry about the other stuff or you don't worry about the other stuff? That's kind of abstract. Can you give me an example? Uh, like, for example, if we if we were in a point that we we're going to officially just break up, it's like then... Sometimes the inherent beliefs of what it, what I believe would happen around. So I have all these stories lined up of, oh, well, when this happens, uh, people won't talk to me or uh, people will talk to me or this door will close or this door will open. Or choosing so, sides or, choosing or whatever. Sides. I got gotcha. So it, it happened in my divorce. You know, the, there was an awkwardness to the yes. point that nobody knew how to choose sides and sometimes people did choose sides and you have to be okay with all that that's what i mean that you have no matter what the choice is whether you stay together go apart and become this become that you have to be okay with whatever the answers are going to be and your stories will start coming up our stories come up anytime there's an event change major one like being a couple that's to me that's an event change and you have to be okay with all the changes. Some people will act in haste and they, rather than go for their truth, they go for what the society wants them to do. Mm-hmm. And if it's not your truth, you're going to be in an endless cycle over and over again. And that w- doesn't make anybody happy. It wouldn't make me happy if I was in that endless cycle. Why in the world is this happening to me again? <laughs> yeah. I do agree with Maya Angelou. We teach people how to treat us. I do believe that the more at peace we are with our decisions from moment to moment, the more at peace we allow others around us to be. That said, how people respond to our togetherness, our apartness, marriages, divorces, that's about them, not us. Correct. And it's and it's funny because I see it happening all around. And I even had a very friendly divorce and there were people that felt like they needed to choose. There were people that pulled away because they didn't know how to be with us while we were going through that 
awkward time. And I get all of that. And that's about them, right? And all we can do is the best we can do with what we are. Correct. As long as you're comfortable with all with all that. Well, whether I'm comfortable <laughs> or not, it still is what it is. Well, right? good point. Yes, correct. <laughs> We're just yeah. kind of going to have to, I mean, it is the elephant in the room. It, it is what it is and how we manage it is on us. Yeah, the and that's going to bring the whole reflection to everybody. It's because we're all reflection after all. I mean, us being here and uh, as a couple, we're a reflect, reflection of each other. And then whatever happens between us, the people that that are looking at us, whatever they see, whatever they say, it's also a reflection about them about whatever's going on with us. So it, it, we're, it, we're like all attached. And that's, that's why I love the, the, the work that we're doing is, is about oneness. You hear about that. And what does that mean? To me, the oneness is that in one way or another, what is happening to me is happening to everybody. Yeah. And no, and even if it's a minor, minor little thing, it affected me in one way. And that's oneness to me. And when you're in a couple, you have even another part of that oneness. And when that oneness, you, 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 we think that we're separated, but we're together. So when that oneness that we had as a couple in the physical sense is not, then we feel that it's, that we're two separate individuals. While in human form we are, we still have that energetic part of whatever that is. <laughs> that is the oneness, in my opinion. Yes, and that separation is the illusion. And it that- is the illusion. And all it does <laughs> is bring our illusion back up for us to see the illusion that it is, right? I mean, even the words, as I heard you say the words break up, which I haven't used those words in a while, and it's kind of interesting what we do with language, right? So Correct. If a couple breaks up, <laughs> that's <laughs> that really sounds funny to me. Sorry, but it does. That's it, really good. That I didn't catch that. You're it's right. It's like what's breaking up really? I mean, Mario, no matter what we ever are to one another, we've been together for lifetimes and we're going to be together for lifetimes more and we're parts of a whole. Mm-hmm. So there is no break up. Mm-hmm. And whether we are in love or in like or intimate or not or what, it's all just facets of the whole, right? So <laughs> it's so funny how we attach importance to things about our relationships. And all they're really showing us is the truth of oneness, the truth of wholeness, and where the illusions still are, where we see empty when it's full, or how we can learn that empty and full are just states of being of one continuous thing, right? One continuous mm-hmm. thing. It's a glass. It's either empty or it's full, but it's still glass. Either way, right? <laughs> yep. And we're physical beings, so communication, we haven't developed the whole psychic connection. So for everybody out there that is in in a type of relationship, communicate as much, you know, it, it's better for me. This is, for me, has always been better to over-communicate also because it... it when you don't say things, that's when the assumptions are made. That's when this are made. And even then, when you communicate, if you're not <laughs> communicating with the same words or you're seeing the words one way or another, I, I like for me, it's like I, I take certain words differently. So I have to make sure I clarify, for me, this word means this. <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. That, I think, has been one of the most, at least for this week, has been one of the biggest learning things for me. It's like being able to define the word of what I'm trying to say. Well, and it's also trusting our intuition because this is a conscious path. And we can say, okay, yeah, we're, we're clean. That's, we're done with that conversation. This feels, does it feel good to you? Yeah, or does it feel like we're closed with that? If there's not that, sen- that sense that there's an understanding or an agreement or a connection, that we've come back to a place of connection, mm-hmm. following it up and saying, I'm still feeling like something's going on here, often leads to some more interesting conversation. Because I think one of the things that we do for one another is help to kind of excavate the emotions, right? And, oh, I, I feel something just below the surface there and it's trying to come <laughs> out. And what is that? Because even if we don't talk about it, it's going to be affecting our relationship. And so it's easier to go ahead and dig it out and talk about it while we're in the conversation, to me. Correct. Yeah, I, I agree. It's much easier because what happens, it, it festers and then it grows and it grows and it grows and it's it's never taken care of until it is taken care of and then... Who knows by then where it's going to be? Because I, I, I personally sometimes um, have struggled being able to express myself. So I sit with things and then I'm trying to understand them. But because I'm not talking about it, I'm really not understanding. I'm only understanding my view. So mm-hmm. I communicating it out gives me your view. In this case, it, it would have been... Uh, if, if I had just sat and not really communicated my emotions or feelings, then I would have just sat with it and it really would have been just me building the story of whatever that story was. Right. Well, and it also allows us to bring our perspective, not just our feelings, but our perspective. Maybe something feels bad. <laughs> Okay, that was fun. We just had a little incident with the cat and I'm completely derailed. I I was going to say maybe something feels bad to one person and the other takes it in a much better light. Being able to voice that and say, you know, where you're perceiving this as bad, I'm seeing this as being really beautiful because and continuing to share perspective and feelings allows for such a a more diverse experience. I don't know how else to describe it. It's like taking a multifaceted stone out and each person describing the side they see, all of a sudden you have a richer experience because so much more is coming through in the conversations of each person's experience. And it's like Kay Pacha says, you have all that fear or, or hesitation or whatever it is, and then you pass through it. You actually even just announcing it, and then all of a sudden you look back and you go, it's like, Oh, well, it's like, what was all that about? (laughs) Yeah. It becomes something totally different just because you get through it. But getting through it is the part that you have to be willing to be in in it. And getting through it doesn't always mean everything's resolved and rosy either. I mean, like for us this week. So we have some aspects of our relationship that are challenging us in a way that we don't really know what the future looks like. We don't know. We still have not reached full resolution about a lot of stuff. And being able to say that and say, okay, well, we are where we are. Do you want to walk away? No. Do you want to walk away? No, not right now. Okay. 
then nothing's really changed since yesterday, except we're starting to expand in the way we feel about some things. And let's just keep revisiting this. But look at all, and it brings us back full circle to looking at all the beautiful things we do share and how much we value that and how much we are still in this. And we're going to be in this until we're not in this anymore or until we die, whichever comes first, right? And just going through those awkward moments and and continuing to see where each of us lands in our truth in that moment. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is moment to moment to moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is life in the moment in a conscious relationship. So do you want to sign up to one? <laughs> Oh, and I have to share this too while we're talking about conscious relationships. I have a couple of friends who are single who swear they want a conscious relationship and sometimes they, you know, throw a fit about it. I really want to find this partner. Like you've got this wide awake partner. Why don't I get one? But it's funny because sometimes those people show me why they don't have one. Because if it's all about all the conditions that have to be met for this person to be right, and and we're talking about trying to attract someone who loves unconditionally that's probably not going to work either. It's all about an opportunity for us to grow and evolve as individuals. If we are in a relationship, if we're seeking a relationship and we're not yet ready to be at that vibration with that person, if we're not meeting the person yet, who our truth in that, it's all about our truth moment to moment in whatever status of relationship we're in. With one, wish we were with one, wish we weren't with one, right? <laughs> yeah, and... When putting conditions like that, it, it's interesting because it really brings up for people that are looking, it's like, are you really looking for that? And if so, why is there conditions to something like that if you really are open to the experience? That's the real test because having conditions is already kind of saying, it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm okay with with that type of relationship, but it has to be this way. So which... At what point are you willing to do do things? And that's that's where when I hear people looking for this type of relationship or that type of relationship, what are you really looking for? And if you want a very a very conscious relationship, are you willing to go into the hard conversations like what we like some of the things we talked about today? I mean that that's the challenge for anybody that I. That that asked me something like that is you just have to be open, and you have to be okay with everything that happens. Letting go of control. Yep, and which our- is an illusion anyway, but you know it's one we like. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> control is such a big thing too. It, yeah. It's interesting because we grow in our society having so we got to mow the lawn. It has to look this way. The the house has to be that way. The car has to be this, or I have to have this job, or I have to be this way. Oh, if I'm in the corporate world, I have to do this. My hair is this way. Oh, my, all these controlled aspects. Including what our partner should look like and 2.2 yep. <laughs> kids and, and, you know, get married by this age and try to stay married, but if not, definitely level up when you remarry and just... You know, all that stuff, it really is, we're taught control and letting go of control is the definition of a conscious relationship. And man, what a ride. Is that what you call it? <laughs> yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and and I wouldn't trade it for anything. I, I love it. I love you. I love the growth and the learning and the, the fun adventures and the 
I wouldn't trade it for anything. And yet there are moments where I think I definitely would trade it for just some alone time where I can be exactly who I am and not have to think about it for one more moment. I completely understand. <laughs> 100, 300%. <laughs> well, that just seems like a good place to wrap the show right there. <laughs> I guess, Mario, do you have a parting thought? When you are in a relationship and you want it to be more than what it is, be true to yourself and the truth will guide you on the next moment and just be okay with the next moment. That's it. Well, ask me if I have one. Oh, <laughs> do you have a... Hardy All thought, these well, shows you produced, and I didn't train you better than that. <laughs> the well, Cheryl sits. Do you do you have a parting <laughs> thought that you'd like to share with our audience? That's wonderful. Yes, I do. Actually, I spent most of my life involved in relationships with men, making that the most important thing in my life, and now. Finally, I'm choosing my truth first. And I believe that the most important conscious relationship we can ever have is with ourself. And the only relationship with a partner that's ever going to bring joy is the one that starts with a conscious relationship with ourselves and speaking our truth. Beautiful. Thanks for being on this ride with me, Mario, and for doing this show with me and publicly being on this ride with me. Yeah. <laughs> And that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> say goodbye, dear. Goodbye, dear. Would you like to be a guest on Exploring Possibilities? Drop me a note at info at journeyofpossibilities.com. Thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time on Exploring Possibilities.